I've got something for you. Hello and welcome, everyone, to the Roto Slappers Fantasy Baseball Podcast, right here exclusively on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. Thank you all for tuning in. Thank you all for checking this out. We are in week eight, and it is becoming a marathon this season. Two months in, two months in officially, but we appreciate you all taking the ride for us again, right here exclusively on the Bloodline entertainment network and make sure that you stick around after roto slappers tonight because we have a huge night here on the bloodline entertainment network for you after me uh our boy de niro raw dogging it on raw he's coming on he's gonna do the raw main event and uh the first lady herself of the bloodline entertainment network jd is gonna do they're gonna play some video games and gonna stream it uh so you do not want to miss that because that is gonna be freaking Awesome. And you know it's Roto Slappers Baseball, so I'm not alone. I'm going to bring him in all the way from Houston, Texas. The one, the only, uh, our man, the Walker, Texas Ranger. You're in Texas, look behind you. Because that's where the Rangers going to be. Blake, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? I'm good, brother. Streets. How about you, man? I'm doing good. We're two months in. We made it two months. We should celebrate because we're on the week eight show. That's two months out of a six month season. So man, I should have had a bottle of champagne to pop. Thirty three percent of the season is done. Well, I should say, hmm, of Major League Baseball season is done. Fantasy baseball season is a, a little bit further on than that. We're almost what halfway through, you'd say, half the fantasy baseball season. So, ooh, it is. Yeah, that's kind of. That's <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's that's uh. <laughs> it's actually, I'm feeling pretty good though because um, teams are climbing out of their holes. I got Jose Altuve back now. Uh, pitchers are coming back, so I'm feeling pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, there's a couple injuries. It's just snuck up. Just I know. Um, you'll you'll, men, you'll mention Manny, but uh, he's supposed to come back next weekend, hopefully. There's a few, but yeah, let's hold on here. We'll get. I'll I'll get to the injury reports. Let's get to yes, some sir. comments here first. Graydon is ready to slap his rotos. That's tonight. what's up, man. Slap <laughs> that roto. So is Blake. Danito, let's go. Let's go. You're telling me. And Dylan. My man who makes our the Roto Slappers graphics right now for us. So thank you. Thank you very much. That Wander Franco. Whoo. Uh I don't know if you noticed, Blake. Nice. It's it's the same. I kept Wander Franco. It's like I can't replace that yet. Yeah, man. That Wander's <laughs> he's great, bro. I know. I know. Being being the card collector, I'm knowing all about Wander now. Yeah, I mean, he's he's just keeping it up. What's going on, Dylan, man? Thank you for all you do, brother. Especially in that throwback, uh, that jersey, that throwback race jersey. Oh, that race, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we do have some injury notes and updates to get to before we get to our use here. Uh, Jacob Degrom, he did throw an up and down thirty-two pitch bullpen session on Monday at uh, in Pittsburgh. 
And it went pretty well, Bruce Bochy says. So uh, he's scheduled to throw another bullpen this Friday. And it's going to be the first time he incorporates breaking balls, is what they're saying. Uh, they don't know if he'll need a rehab assignment or not. But he, they see they, I, the, the word they, they used was turned a corner. I don't know if that's good. I don't know if that's bad, but turn a corner. So we'll take I feel it. Like, I feel like DeGrom's turned a lot of corners <laughs> in his career. <laughs> oh, next week, I just don't want him like, it's, we're going to be on this show in like two weeks. And he's going to be out there with like a no hitter in the fourth inning because that's mm-hmm. what he does best. And they're going to have the mountain visit while we're live on the pod. It's just Groundhog Day. No, I, I hope that I'm dead wrong. And I hope that. Yeah, I don't want it. Even though I'm, I'm not enjoying the Rangers winning all these games, but I still don't want no injury, especially the stud like that, man. Yeah. Same here, especially because another one I got it. When we get to ugly, you'll see. But uh, Tyler Glass now, he. Um, Cruise through six innings is what they said in a rehab start for AAA uh, Durham on Sunday. So that's good news. That's positive. He was, I regret, I should have put a waiver claim in him. I saw that he got dropped in ESPN. I have no idea how that all came out. I was going to say, if you can add him, go get him, man. <laughs> oh, that was kind of stupid. I just don't have any IL spots in that league right. ever left because half my team is always hurt. So that's been half the battle on that one. Um, uh, Liam Hendricks uh, threw a live bullpen at Progressive Field. Oh, I didn't know it was there. That's nice. It was at Progressive Field. Again, the guy is in remission from stage four, non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. Uh, the entire story is pretty incredible because I remember, though, we sat here. We were doing the mock drafts, and we were doing the tier shows, and we we tried to tell you Liam is just built different like if there's the the dog in the chest x-ray is Liam yeah, yeah. like not only was he gonna beat cancer but he was gonna somehow figure out how to get back to being the closer in a remarkable fashion and probably the fastest time ever and uh it's good to see that he is inching and inching and inching his way closer um to that one do you want to know about mike levenger do you really care <sighs> I, I, no. I do I do have uh, some stakes in him, unfortunately. He actually started doing all right, but eh, I know. I already yeah. read it. Yeah. Uh, Jimenez, running and hitting. I knew it wasn't going to take four to six weeks, so they say he's ahead of schedule. I feel like with Eloy now, you know how the Astros like to not say anything or try mm-hmm. to be mysterious about it? I think with Eloy, because it happened so much, now they just give everybody like, well, we're going to give you the worst possible case of how long it's going to take, and then hopefully he beats it, and sure enough, that's kind of been the case. So uh, he should be back shortly. Joey Votto <laughs> makes the, the news. Joey Votto. You want to know what's... <sighs> Here's the thing about Joey Votto. Joey Votto, outside of Frank Thomas, is probably one of my top three favorite first baseman of all time. So I, I, don't mean, I don't mean any disrespect to Joey Votto. Um, but, know, you but we all want we everybody. You do. I do. Everybody watching this show, everybody out there in the interwebs, everybody wants to see in, uh, that Christian Encarnacion strand, right? That's who we all want to see come up for the Reds. So, yeah. so that, that one kind of is a meh thingy on that one. Uh, so Jose Alvarado, who was the who was 
pitching really well for the Phillies. He threw off flat ground bullpen session today. If he feels okay following that, he'll throw another bullpen session on Wednesday. So we'll see what he does. He has to face knife hitters then. Um, probably going to require a rehab start there. So anybody in the relief pitcher market, there's your news on that. Uh, Max Fried has been cleared to use his left arm while doing upper body lifting exercises. Still hasn't been cleared to throw since developing a left forearm strain near the end of his May 5th start against the Orioles. So that's what the that's what their injury news is telling us. So it's about a month still uh, from getting back into pitching shape. So that sucks for Max Fried. Yeah, that sucks. Braves, they just keep having, in, you know, injuries here and there that are just they're, – they're not going to hit that that stride that we're, we're expecting. I don't, I don't I don't, know, man. They look like such a good team, and then they have an injury here, injury there. It's kind of how it always goes with them, right? Yeah, yeah. It's just such tough luck. The good team, though. And I like Max Freed. You know what? Man, that's not a good time to maybe start throwing some offers out at Max Freed. See if you can get him for your stretch. Uh, Logan Webb threw six scoreless innings yesterday and then leaves the game with back tightness. They He downplayed the issue, um, but they'll see he's experienced some soreness, I guess. So that's something to monitor for all you Logan Webb guys out there. One guy that uh, we'll talk about. Yeah, I, I can't. It's hard to spoil it, but. I'll try to tiptoe around. Anyways, Tristan McKenzie made his first rehab start on Saturday for AAA. He's a guy, if we're playing stonks, might come up again, you know, a little bit later. Uh, now to some Astros news. Blake, you, you, you could probably tell me about it, to be honest with you, but Lance McCullers is finally has some news out there on Lance McCullers, finally. That was a mystery, so... Um, they said he's going to be out till closer to all-star break or after. Is that what the yeah. news is now? Well, and they also said he's, he's, it's like, this has happened so often. He's on like the same regiment, same pace that he's been on before. Like th- this is, this is what he's used to right here. It's happened so much. Like it's, I mean, it's not the exact same injuries every time, but it's the same, you know, you're, you're at this point, you're at this point. You're at the, and he's just right on track with that. Yeah, so he's, I you know what he's he's good when he goes too. That's the yeah, man. He's, a, he's just a fun player too, man. If you're if you're a Houston fan, you love McCullers, man. You love his heart. You you love how he plays, man. You love how much he's he's into it. And uh, it's Lan- Lance McCullers. He's like your Eloy. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, but, so here you go. Here's what you were talking about. I know you, we were going to get there. Manny Machado placed on the 10 day IL now mm. with a fractured metacarpal bone in his left hand. Small fracture. That's what they're relaying on that. Uh, small. Any fractures and sound good in your hand. Yeah. Uh, so small. I don't know how you're just trying to maybe downplay that a little bit, but that doesn't sound good. They're saying he's going to be back next weekend versus the Yankees. I'm like, really? With a fracture in your hand? But. Huh. Maybe Fingers a rust. So here's the thing I worry. They are like the White Sox are bad. That's they're playing better now, but record overall record rise, and they do play in the worst division of baseball. So maybe these have I'm not this is a whole other podcast. People don't aren't here for therapy, so we're not gonna go into that. <laughs> but the Padres spend a lot of money and have one of the insane payrolls for the next decade, and they are not looking good. 
So I start to wonder if they're going to rush Manny back a little bit to get mm-hmm. him out there and try to win some games. So I kind of worry about the, the timeline on a mild fracture in your hand. So. Yeah. I mean, they could, if they could just give him some rest, I mean, you can move Tatis over to third base for a little while. I would think, I don't know, maybe not. Cronenworth. Cronenworth Jake. Yeah. So they got, yeah, that guy can go everywhere. So just do that. Uh, my, Julio Urias placed on the 15-day IL, strain left hamstring. Vince Velasquez, uh, he's currently on the 15. He was pitching well, but I really don't care. Like, no offense to Vince Velasquez, but I wasn't buying that for a full season anyway, so that doesn't matter. (laughs) Uh, Justin Turner exited the game on Friday with left knee snortness, and he was out for the remainder of the three-game series against the Padres, so hopefully he'll be back. Was he back in the lineup today? I'm not sure. I haven't checked yet, so we'll see. I wouldn't know. Uh, Carlos, we got a lot. There's a lot of updates right now, two months in. Carlos Rodon uh, threw from 120 feet. Will continue playing catch in the coming days. Still haven't seen face live hitters. He's definitely going on a very long rehab stint. few starts. They're going to so, they're gonna wait to bring him back for the playoffs or something. They might. They, that might have been their just secret plan the entire time. Like keep this guy on the shelf till the second half of the season, so his mm-hmm. innings don't have to go crazy up. And uh, mm-hmm. then he can come out there just throwing fireballs and nasty sliders the rest of the season. Uh, or hey, Polanco back on the IL after just finally coming off. It felt like a few weeks ago with a um, left hamstring issue. So. That's that. That wraps up all the injury notes and news. A couple more comments here. Dominic, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Devin, the tribal chief. How you doing, buddy? (laughs) Good stuff. Good stuff. Thanks for tuning in, guys. With that being said, it's Monday. It's our first segment. You know what it's time for. The good, the bad, and the ugly. In my in horribly, horrible Clint Eastwood impersonation on that one. I've never, I've only, you know, the so here's a fun fact. Never seen that movie. Never. I know what it is. I've never seen it. The only Clint Eastwood movies I've really ever seen are Trouble with a Curve and the one where he like, sits on his porch and deals with like the gangs or something like that when he's super old. So like, those are the only two Clint. I haven't seen any of the Westerns. That's all all I've seen is the older ones and trouble with the curve to me. That's a, that's an Amy Adams movie, man. She, 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 uh, she makes that movie to me. (laughs) Justin Timberlake. I know is in that movie too. Yeah, he is. Uh, the one on the porch. (laughs) I haven't seen, man. I haven't seen that one. Is it Grinch? No, I can't remember. All right. So kick off the positive vibes, Blake. Let's let it rip. All right, man. The good. <laughs> you know what? This is not as uh, cool as it sounds now that you uh, pointed out that uh, the season, the fantasy season is halfway through. But I just saw today's your last day. You can, t- you can uh, get the MLB package for $69.99, and that's half off. 
If you go do it today, folks, it was started last Thursday and today's the last day. I just saw that about 45 minutes ago and I was like, that's, that's an all right deal. I didn't realize it was, you know, so close to halfway through the season fantasy wise, but still that's a, that's a decent deal. If you, I can't believe I'm promoting them after how much I really dislike the blackouts and how much it costs and da, 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 but still, if you want it, $69.99, half off, go get it folks. That's I like it. I, I have it. I should have waited, but I haven't. I, I, I like I like it, but it's just too much. You know, I it's know. expensive, man. I, I, anyway, also good. Um, not from Astros, but uh, Corey Seager in those Red Hot Rangers. Seager's hitting 438 with five extra base hits and eight RBIs in only four games since coming off the IL. Uh, Rangers are red hot, man. They. They're going to be hard to catch right now for the Astros. But, I mean, just a little cliff note, I mean, Astros did win seven in a row. Yeah, the that's Astros were going to be fine. We knew that. Yeah, that's it's, it's a little Texas thing, Astros and Rangers. We, we You know, <laughs> that, that that's our that's our small little beef we have, which I don't really – whatever. <laughs> that's my good. <laughs> yeah, my good. I have to. I'll throw the White Sox out here. I do do it for because I'm a fan, and it's the only time I can do it. So they played much better. Obvious. It's the it's the Royals. Think teams like they're supposed supposed to be what they were supposed to do, but they get a little positive vibe from me this week for my good because ah, they are my heart and soul, and I just can never. I'll go to the grave with the White Sox. So fantasy wise, though, my good Michael Waka mm. is my good. His last four starts, 25 innings pitched, one earned run, 16 or more fantasy points in all four of those starts. Um, yeah, so the month he, he's been since May started, he's been lights out. So mm-hmm. Michael Waka, I, it's not going to continue. And yeah, that's when, you look, when you break him down, it's hilarious. You could trade him if you want. He's not going to be part of the stonk game, but go for it. But what a he makes the good because he's been pitching pretty damn well the last month. So that is my that's my good. You want to ruin right. the mood? Ruin the mood. All right, I'll lower. I'll, I'll temper down just a little bit with the bad. Um, having uh, seen our boy on here. Uh, Mr. Cage, my IQ, you on? Phillies uh, dropped five in a row, man. Oh, that was a cheap shot, man. Phillies, Phillies, they'll be all right. They'll be all right. But, yeah, that is – it's not good for, you know, five in a row is never fun. Uh, also, I mean, that, that's just uh, major league-wide. Fantasy-wise, I'm going – I'm saying bad. It's not horrible, but is, you know – the baseball golden boy right now, Julio Rodriguez, is he in a sophomore slump? Uh, for the season, he's 204, 280, 376 slash line. Seven home runs, 21 RBIs, eight stolen bases. Not that bad. What's up, Mr. King? How you doing, sir? Hey, what's going on? Yeah. Hey, buddy. Uh, I mean, that's not that bad for a season. I mean, for the season, I mean, that's – but when you think it's Julio Rodriguez and everyone is so hyped, the last his last seven games is slash line is 130, 259, 217. Zero homers. He only had three hits. Uh, two of them were doubles. 
eh, he had a stolen base, but I was looking. He has struck out at least once in every game this season, but one. Um, I, I'm I'm hearing from uh, just like watching some videos, not actually seeing his all his at bats, but that he's he's chasing, lowing out all day. Like they're hitting him high, you know, high heat, high, and then chasing him lowing out, and he's just chasing it. It's like. They're just steady doing it. That, that's what I heard, man. So that, uh, that, that that's my bad. My bad is a guy pro- you probably should have sold real early in the season. We probably should have talked about it a little bit more. But Grant Ashcraft is my bad. I have a pitcher theme for mine this week. I'm back to pitcher. I seem to can't get away from it. But I'm, I'm glad you're using hitters and I'm using pitchers because we cover a little bit here by doing that, right? So right. works out. See, we're in sync and... Yeah, we're not even trying to be, but Graham Ashcraft. Yeah, last three starts have been awful. He's thrown, I think, 13 innings and given up a total of 18 runs in those in those three (laughs) starts. And it's not getting any better. This is a guy who was not generating much whiffs at all, was not getting any string uh, swings and misses. But he was a guy that I like as a late round sleeper pitcher. And, And he pitched really well to start the season. I mean, if we. If you break it down, he had a 210 April ERA. Now his, his May ERA is 933. So, Whew. yeah. So, Graham Ashcraft is my bad. Ugly. Literally. To the ugly. Yeah. And to be honest, ugly is not that ugly, but it's, well, <laughs> it's as ugly as you can get. The Oakland AAAs, man. They're just, I, I mean, I know we have them on here every week, but I got the, you know, actually view them this past few games against the against the Astros, and man, it's it's, it's terrible baseball. Man. It's it's there. It's like I don't know. You want to? I will say this: I am having one fun thing with the A's, and I'm gonna play. I gotta come up with like a game. I can't. I posted a video I made, um, a little GIF type video, just a little slow motion thing, but. Uh, it's 30 steals a base every single day. Uh, I saw that. I saw that. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, he does. He does. If he can walk a little more, it'd be crazy. I don't think he's ever going to walk. So this is like, (laughs) it's going to be an ugly, he might, it's going to be an ugly 80 stolen bases at this point that he's got pace for. I don't know if he really gets to that, but he definitely. Hey. That, that, that's a, a reminder back in the day. Here, here, here comes my, uh, my uh, old school talk. What you, uh, the old Ken Burns here back in the day, Gerald Young for the Houston Astros. Look him up, man. He played center field. Dude could not hit for nothing, but he's stealing 60 bases, dude. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know how he's getting <laughs> on, but he's getting 60 stolen bases with like a 203 average, man. <laughs> I used to love watching him as a kid, dude. I thought it was cool. Speaking, so here's a fun, it's a good, perfect segue because Tim wants to vent on the show here a little bit and and try to, and also say that he scored the third highest points but took a loss. So it was a tough week for him. Um, I'm in the ESPN league is what I'm assuming he's talking about. So yeah, he's, he, <laughs> like, he likes to talk about our league since he's ahead of us. <laughs> Baseball for me is always, I think I'm stubborn. So are you though. So like you, yeah. our ranks are never going to be what 
we're told to do and how the site always kind of goes. So we're going to have slower starts to some of these guys that nobody really knows in little yeah. things like that. But I've I got to win with those guys at the end. So it's, it's not how you start, Blake. It's how you finish. Exactly. Oh, it seems like it's the only league I'm in. So that's what Yeah, I, I knew that too. Right after I said I was like, it is the only league he's in, but I'm going to leave it at that, Tim. Could you? <laughs> I don't know if we could ever get him in multiple ones. We'll see. Yeah, yeah, we'll year. see. My my ugly on the fantasy side is not. It's it's just not. It's not just fantasy, really. I mean, honestly, not many people had this guy on their fantasy team. But uh, Eric Hosmer got DF DFA. Uh, see you later, Eric. He might be get picked up for somebody for you know come off the bench or something. But he was batting two thirty four, two homers with fourteen RBIs. He's only thirty three years old, man. Um, so can I play it? Sorry, Eric Hosmer. I don't have. We're not going to do this segment this week, so, so I'm just going to play it for you. Bye, 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 Eric Hosmer. <laughs> <laughs> he was pretty bad. I don't look. He had been. That contract was just bad. Is what yeah, was. that's that's the worst part of it. Was the contract. <laughs> Tim Wood started, he played a dynasty, so we do have to get one of those started. I would love uh, Maybe we can pick up some people along the way and get one of those going. And the segue, though, also was big, big, big Tim King guy from like 2015 for a few years on, or 2016. You, what, so it's, it basically, as we were talking about his third, and you were talking about him, was uh, Billy Hamilton. That was a big Tim oh, King yeah, guy yeah, right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Horrible hitter. Still stole fifty bases. <laughs> he could man, he could win you that category easy. I know. He just killed you in every single other one of them. That's the only thing. Facts. Uh, but yeah, my ugly. I only have a fantasy one, and we'll move on. My ugly is just Julio Arias. Another one like I, I get it, hamstring, and it's a hamstring. Those Come suck. on, like more injuries again. Like it's just getting old and annoying and it's like every week a top 20 pitcher just goes down they are the they are the running backs of fantasy baseball though so there you go there when you have a great one and he's pitching insane your team is probably unstoppable in a points league but with that comes the risk of the injury and that's what the pitchers are so ah that's it. That's the good, the bad, and the ugly. You got anything else? Nah, man. That's all my good, bad, and ugly. All right, Blake. <laughs> tell these. Now we're gonna tell you're gonna tell these people something. All right. Stonks. Whose stonks are up, and who are you going to buy? All right. I only got a couple this week, and I actually got one buy and one sell. Um, but they are interesting ones. So um, I'll tell you guys, I'll be honest, I dropped the ball a little bit, went and had some Mexican food and took a little nap, took a little siesta, so I, I didn't get time to add the other couple I had on here. Check out my Twitter, and you can find them on there. But Twitter at uh, Big TX Baseball. Blake has been posting some shit, so you need to go check it. Got to go check it out. But all right, so. I was on the fence of uh, should I buy this guy? Should I sell him? Because he's a big name, and I was high on him to start the season. Streets told me no, no, no. But 
like you said earlier, I'm stubborn. So Michael Harris, he has not <laughs> played much. He has been injured, but when he has played, he has not been great. So I'm saying maybe you could buy him for cheap, especially in a dynasty league. Maybe you could buy him cheap. I mean, because he has so much potential, but this slash is 171, 253, 256. He has one homer, five RBIs, four stolen bases. He's going to get you some stolen bases. But if you can buy him real low right now, uh, outfield, you know, you got a four outfield league. Maybe you can throw him in there. I would recommend it more in a dynasty than a season right now. Um, I stubborn as I am, I'm losing a lot of faith in the guy. <laughs> but you could buy him. Sell right now. Well, uh, do you have anything on Michael Harris? I mean, you want to rub it in some? What you got? I No, I'm not going to rub it in. I did say you could, <laughs> to take Cedric Mullins around later. and you could. Yeah, and that's but... very, very factual. <laughs> uh, but that's all. I'm not going to. Yeah, no, it's uh... – Take Cedric Mullins around earlier. You should have done that, folks. If you listen to me right there, sorry. Uh, so maybe you know what? Next week we're gonna do this since we're half. We're kind of halfway through. Like I, I think there's 17 or 18 weeks, so we're not quite halfway through. But we are gonna we're gonna own up to all of our losses next week. So that's what we're gonna sit back and go through, and we're gonna come mm. up with everything we've been right on and everything we've been wrong on. Because there's one thing we like here at Roto Slappers, and that's accountability. Because yes, I tell you every time there's no such thing as a guru. So. Yeah, that's it. We, we can do this. We can do this. All right. Well, uh, also, my guy right now, to sell, talked about big last week. And you 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 told me, you told the rest of these uh, Roto-Slapper watchers out there, beware. Okay, Christopher Morell, the Chicago Cubs. He is now almost 50% owned in ESPN, as he should be at the moment. But. He, I mean, he has four homers in his last four games. He had a homer every every day. Last <laughs> was funny is last week. Just a side note, I almost uh, messaged uh, messaged you and Tim right after because uh, he he was playing against the Astros. Because we're playing the Astros right after we got off uh, the air, and uh, he had hit a bomb in the first inning or first or second inning. His first at bat, he had four more at bats and he had four Ks. <laughs> So uh, he struck out the end of the game. Um, so, yeah, uh, he's going to strike out a bunch. And right now his his stock is shooting up. People see four home runs in four games. The kid, I mean, he he's flashy or whatever you want to call him. Sell, him. sell him real quick, man. Get something nice for the guy. But Christopher, if, yeah, yeah. If he's not owned in your league, grab him – Grab him while he's hot. Drop him while he's not. That's what I say. <laughs> yeah, I got to get a new video. You just—I thought of it now. Next week I'll have it. It's—it's going to be just for you, a little snoop. because <laughs> <laughs> you, you basically just said it, so you just created it right now. I just—I've uh, been wait. tweeting that. If you've been following my Twitter, <laughs> drop it like it's hot. Um, anyone else? What do you got? That's all I got right now for my uh, my buying sells, man. Like I said, check me out on Twitter. I'll add some more on there. Yeah, I so for me, I I got a couple. Um, one, I almost joked last night, and I was gonna say I'm gonna come on this thing and try to like prove and sell you that Josh Lowe is now a top five outfielder in fantasy baseball. 
<laughs> but Josh Lowe might be a top five outfielder in fantasy. Bait. Well, I mean, he is. He's ranked four in points league. So, yeah. so he definitely is. Um, Does his percentage own percentage go up finally? Don't get me started with that. It's still only 68. I don't know what people are doing. So I don't know how shallow some of your leagues are out there, but 68% is a re- – it's just silly. I use the word bananas, and that's bananas. Like he should be – he can make the he can make the waiver wire article every week, and it's a top five outfielder. But that that is a guy that I'm buying. Go do it. I think I think the Josh Lowe owners out there would take something close to a top hundred player. And I think if you have one, um, just go do it. Pay pay the market value for the guy because I think. Every year, there's a guy drafted, what, after the 12th round who ends up being a top 10 fantasy player almost. So he might, I should, I mean position. I shouldn't say overall player, but um, that's him. And I think Josh Lowe is going to be that guy. So I'm I'm in and I'm paying on Josh Lowe. He, the stack cast is getting better for Josh Lowe too. Like he was doing a lot of this and he were, and it was like, well, he has a little bit of red, a little bit of blue, a little bit of red, a little bit of blue, but it's up there. Uh, he's getting redder on most of it. K percentage, not horrible, not great, though, at 46%. But, I mean, you'll take a 22% strikeout rate overall. His average exit velocity, 88.1, not great, but his max exit velocity, 113.3, tells you that when he connects, he connects, got a good launch angle. Expected batting average is still 291. Expected slugging, 586. His Woba is 4.32. And expected Wilba is three ninety eight. So yeah, I I buy Josh Lowe. I think this is the and he's actually you know here's the thing they they are platooning him. And I don't know how much longer they can platoon him because he hits he is holding his own in the little bit of spurts that he gets against left handed pitching this season. And that's always that was the knock. It was early on in the season. It was well he's platooning. He's platooning. He's platooning. But. He's actually hitting 286 with a 983 um, OPS in 17 plate appearances against left-handed pitching. So I think if he continues to show he can handle himself against lefties, he's going to play all season. So that's good for Josh Lowe, so I'm buying him. Another guy that I'm also kind of buying that I think is a little bit criminally underrated, and I think you might be able to get him for a decent price because I don't know if others – you might have some people who don't buy into him in your league. I just know this from – some of the trade negotiations that I've been is George Kirby. Not as the strikeouts aren't crazy high and the whiffs aren't crazy high. It's a guy that a lot of people look back and they're like, well, he ain't that good. So like, go get him. Um, maybe he's like the right-handed uh, Max Fried to me a little bit. Like doesn't walk anyone impeccable control. That's what George Kirby is impeccable control. Uh, I think he's going to average out about eight and a half strikeouts per game by the end of the season he had one bad keg start in may that kind of brought him down it was the seven innings two strikeout game but otherwise he's been close uh to like six innings five k's seven innings seven k's so like it's it's okay it's not horrible it's not great but i think george kirby is a little bit underrated in in a lot of casual leagues if you play with touts or people that know like no george kirby's not underrated and you know no, uh, I would love to have George Kirby. <laughs> but I think in a points league, he's absolutely worth going uh, to get. Tim doesn't know who that is. He doesn't. I don't, who, who, who don't you know who that is? Which one of these guys? There's probably a few. I'm um, guessing George Kirby. 
<laughs> See what I mean? A lot of people don't know who George Kirby is, but George Kirby was what one of the Mariners' top pitching prospects too in their system when he came up. So uh, 55 future value prospect and fan graph. So, oh, jo- Tim doesn't know who Josh Lowe is. <laughs> Josh Lowe was one mm. of the raised tops prospects. I think he did up. that just to push your buttons, man. He might have, <laughs> especially because you do see my post about Josh Lowe on Twitter. I did. Josh Lowe appreciation post after that mm-hmm. nasty home running hit the other day. Uh-huh. I, saw, I saw that. Yeah, but this is a guy I think we we talked about him many times, Tim. It's like three weeks in a row we've kind of talked about him here on this one. He, uh, This is a guy with 30, I'd say... I'm going to be on the 90 percentile projection here, but um, he's got 30-30 potential in that game, Josh Lowe. I'd see he's probably going to be more of like a 25-25 type guy, but you never know. It's it's there, and that's what his prospect profile kind of was. So that's what I like about Josh Lowe. But those are the two that I probably um, – he knows who George Kirby is. He's there. Hold on. I see the comments, and I forget to post them. He knows George Kirby. That's good. I don't know how you don't know Josh Lowe, but I digress on that one. <laughs> You're going to have streets on a rant for 15 minutes about Josh Lowe, Tim. Come on. This, we're going to name the episode Josh, the Josh Lowe episode. The Josh Lowe show. <laughs> I'm just going to give it up. And I'm going to, I'm going to share my screen and we're going to watch Josh Lowe highlights for the next. Oh, yeah, that'll be fun. Here. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, Another one, let's see. I can't – so we'll get into waivers real quick after we talk about a couple of those guys. Uh, the regression monster, I didn't – I felt wrong using it because I don't know if it hit just yet. Like, I need a few bad starts in a row, but like Eduardo Rodriguez, uh, few, his last start, four and runs and five innings pitched. Uh, ERA is now over – two it's still only 2.06 so a lot of these guys now kind of are going back up so now's your chance i think you need to sell them immediately as we talked about there so no regression monster but you got some waivers for them i do have some waivers i have uh (sighs) all right waivers this this one's uh surprising for me to be on waivers for for me to bring them up actually because i I never picked this guy up, but uh, first off, my first waiver, I'm going through hitters first. Uh, Mr. Jorge Soler, outfielder in Miami. He's only 16.4% owned. His last seven games. I'm always looking back at this past week, guys, especially waiver-wise, because as you know, if you will follow me on Twitter, I love to pick up an outfielder and then drop them whenever, whenever they're not doing so well. But he's actually – for the season, he's got 12 homers and 27 RBIs, so that's not too bad. But his last seven, the slash line, 292, which is good for Solaire, 346, 667. He had three homers and seven RBIs. And now coming up, his next four games are in Colorado. So go ahead and take that while you can. And my next guy, I'll stick in the same outfield over there in Miami. Believe it or not, two Miami outfielders on the waivers, Brian De La Cruz. I brought him up, I think, on our very first episode, but uh, he's only 7.4% owned. He he has potential. He has a lot of potential. His last seven, slash line, 304, 333, 652. He had two homers and five RBIs. 
and a stolen base, and then go ahead and take into account he's also playing four in Colorado coming right up. My last waiver, go down to the south side, Chicago south side, Mr. Jake Berger. I'm kind of surprised he's only 12% owned, man. Uh, he had he does his last two games are two offers, but it's still his last seven was a 409, 409, which he usually walks a little more than that. Uh, 818. He had two homers and seven RBIs. His last seven were good, but his season numbers are pretty good. I, I don't have them right here, but this, his season numbers are pretty good. I, I'm very shocked he's only 12% owned right now. I guess people are just a little scared off that uh, Moncada would come back. They're still going to get Berger in there sometime. I mean, they're going to get him in there somehow is what I mean. Uh, at least I believe so. So pitching, um, I have two new ones and uh, one old one. So start off, we'll stay over there on the south side. Streets might get a laugh at this. Uh, Michael Kopech, <laughs> he had a good game. He had a good game finally. He is still, uh, I think he's like 18 or 19% owned. It's a speculative ad. I'm sorry, go ahead. (laughs) I told you I was done with him. He had a fantastic game against the Kansas City Royals with no walks and. 10Ks. I think his fastball might have been up a tick or something like that. I'm just throwing out a pitcher because there's nothing, man. (laughs) There's not much pitching. But Kopech, man, he gets, you know, he gets hyped up a lot too. So uh, I don't know. Adam, because if he has another good game, he's going to get, he's going to get picked up quick. If he has two good games in a row, he's going to get picked up quick. Uh, Another guy that, I'm going to tell you this. Do this at your own risk, okay? Kyle Bradish, starting pitcher for Baltimore. He had two solid starts in a row against the Anaheim and Pittsburgh uh, in 12 innings in those two games. One earned one, one base on ball. He had 11 Ks. But also, he's pitching tomorrow and is against the Yankees. So... <laughs> Uh, you know, take take that with a, a few grains of salt. Kyle you Bradish know. versus the Yankees. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Go ahead. No, 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 no. That's, good. that's the last that's, time that's I do it. That's the last time I'll do it. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. Anytime you feel like it, man, because I know those were two. Uh, this, this guy's coming off the IL soon. At least I saw he was uh, Garrett Whitlock. Um He's only 26 years old, Boston. Uh, grab him while you can. And also, um, who was it? Oh, Louis Varland. Talked about him last week. He didn't have a uh, stupendous start, but he uh, he definitely, let me see, what did he do? He went five innings, two earned runs with four Ks against Anaheim. I mean, he he's getting you some points in a point league where – Pitching thin, he's not giving you negative points, and he does play in not the greatest division in baseball. We've already pointed that out, you know. So I'm grabbing Louis Varlin, man. Uh, um, don't do like I did and go drop somebody who, well, 
I dropped a piece, somebody who wasn't worth anything, but I, I tried, I tried going in on Blake Snell. I was like, man, he's got to pull through at some point, and he got absolutely rocked. But I, I still held on to him. I'm not, man, <laughs> I still held on to him. But that, that's my uh, waivers for the week, guys. And uh, I promise I'm gonna get some up on Twitter. <laughs> Bad boy, Blake. So. I'll add a couple more in. Um, I told you last week that he was probably going to be the guy that got called up, and he was the guy that got called up, and that's Taj Bradley. I didn't bring him up specifically because I knew you were going. It was the Taj show, so I, I left. This that is. One. A, am I just a? I think I'm just a closet race fan. Closet race fan was exactly what came to mind. I brought <laughs> Wanders on the cover. We talked about Josh. Oh yeah. Extensively, I might write. I might write his autobiography. Before it's all said and done. Uh, now we're talking about Taj Bradley. Yeah. So, but yet Taj Bradley is only 24% rostered still. So I I tried to tell you, they sent him down. They had him working on what the, the, he has a nasty cutter as is, but they had him working on the, uh, on the four seam fastball, I think is what I had read. So he comes up for a startup, throws it 50% of the time. The piss he was working on, um, got decent results with it. I mean, it wasn't the, uh, I mean, he had 31 uh, CSW percent on that four seam fastball in his first start up, so that's really good. Curveball, always elite. He didn't throw it too much in this one, only 15 percent of the time, only 12 percent changeup. Both of those pitches are pretty good. Cutter didn't do so hot, but he still overall had a 27 CSW percent. That's league average right now. We'll take it, especially more streaming pitchers that are 24 percent roster. And he's a guy that I, I, he's the guy that I probably stand on a mountaintop screaming that I'm. The, was the highest on so yeah he's he's the one to go and get the next one uh i'll try to keep it all prospect young guy related because i that's my cup of tea i guess more um yuri perez 33 k rate so far through two starts uh he minnesota just keeps spitting them out um he I know he's played well. He played the Reds and the Nationals, so I let's take that with a grain of salt. But he still had a uh, 31 CSW percent in that last start against the Nationals. So here's the wild part about him, and this is kind of how you know when somebody's really. He only had six whiffs, 78 pitches, which is not great, but he still ends up with 31 percent CSW percent. So. He's just nasty. He just buck. He just he'll he'll have you stand there looking fooled, and you won't even swing at the pitch. That's how nasty some of his six, stuff is. So. Six foot eight out there on the mound, man. <laughs> it's gonna be a little. It's it's gonna be a little intimidating. But he's still a thirty one percent rostered. So we're still not doing something right here. So these are the guys that I, I ah, you have to go and put these guys on your roster. You got to have a spot for them. Yeah, um, you grab those two guys way before you grab Kopech and Bradish. All right. <laughs> But you 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 let it hit. You let me have those ones, so I thank you for that. <clears throat> and then, uh, yes, you could still get Miguel Vargas and seventy eight nine percent of all leagues, who's having a really good May. And in points leagues right now, is the number twelve ranked second baseman. So there's your hitter. I, I keep I preach him again on this show. Talked about him last time. So. Yeah, those would be the guys I would go at. Good stuff, good stuff. Anyone else you got? 
Nah, I mean, if you can get James Paxton, which I don't see him in my leagues, he's he's still someone I would go gra- go grab, and uh, Alex Kirilov as well. Uh, if you can, if he's available, go get him. Uh, I, I will to- add. Oh, Luis Severino is only rostered in seventy five percent of leagues, so there's a quarter of leagues out there that need to go roster him immediately too. Uh, he's not. 50% is our threshold. So we try to find guys under that. But when you got a guy that big who's still 30, 30% of leagues out there, you can go find them and you need to go get them. So, yeah, there you go. For sure. For sure. For sure. I haven't come up with my uh, outfielder uh, pick him up and uh, drop him while pick him up while he's hot, drop him while he's not this week yet. But I'll come up with him tonight. He'll be on there. He'll be on my Twitter. Check it out at Big TX Baseball. <laughs> big TX. I'm glad you threw a little old school uh, Astro tidbit in this one. See, that's what the people want, Blake. Yeah. I got some old old pictures I'm going to throw on there, man. I'm going to get to it. I'm going to (laughs) keep tweeting. Yeah, if you look at who's hot, there's a lot of big names that are hot right now outside of Christopher Morel. So I I was going through them, and I was like, who can we put on here? Because Corbin Carroll's hot. Uh, Oh, yeah. My boy. Tommy Edmond is hot the past – week here it's good to see aaron Aaron judge is scorching right now yeah uh nolan gorman's still up there so that's good oh yeah 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 that was our our second base yeah there's a lot of big names on here i the the one of the i guess if i'm looking for anything that stands out here is uh paul DeYoung. the last uh the the Last few games here seems to be catching a little steam, but I'm not, I don't really buy into him too much, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. But that's it. You got anything else? No, just thanks for tuning in. We appreciate each and every one of you guys who tune in all across the world. We know y'all are watching. <laughs> Where could they? Well, you just told them where they can find you. So you can find me Big TX Baseball on Twitter. Uh, I need a I need a few more followers. Give me a follow, I'll follow you back. Look at that, IFB. Blake is an IFB guy. I follow back. Um, And go. He does post some good stuff, so you do have to um, you do have to follow Mm -hmm. along. He's giving you some hot guys, and he's going to give you some more old school stuff like the stolen bases, right? Absolutely. That's the Ken Burns. I'll be on that. Uh, Ken Burns Jr. stuff. As for me, you know where to find me. Twitter, at Streets at Don. Uh, I will also follow you back. I get a, I get blown away sometimes with the notifications, but I'll catch up to it eventually, and I promise you that I will when it's all said and done. And you can find all of my work right here, though, on the Bloodline Entertainment Network uh, on bloodlinenetwork.com, including, which will be, uh, I, I worked on it today, and the the fantasy baseball rankings will be updated probably by tomorrow morning, and you can rest in peace the top 300. It's going to be gone. I don't think we need it anymore. It was good to have it. I think positional rankings at this for, for this point on in the season are much easier to maintain, and I think it's much easier for all of you to look at and see. Like You, you know what to trade and what to not trade for. 
It's not as wild anymore to trade Josh Lowe for a top 100 player. It's none of that stuff. So, yeah, the positional rankings will be updated tomorrow morning, so you can go check that out again, bloodlinenetwork.com. Also, top 30 quarterbacks I finished today, so that will be coming out soon to go along with running backs and wide receivers and rookies um, and a whole bunch of other fantasy football Yeah, I'll take this man's advice. He knows what he's talking about over here. <laughs> Oh, don't, don't flatter me. You're going to make me blush. But, uh, but thank you. I I don't know if I'm that good. I just try to give you the best educated guess that I can. So that's what it's all about. I stay and, then, uh, and then Tim and I will be doing some – the Roto Slappers mock drafts are going to start soon too for fantasy football. So as Tim and I had discussed about that. So stay tuned to that and just stick around in general to the Bloodline Entertainment Network because mm-hmm. – all week long, you're going to find a show that you're going to absolutely love and be entertained by, whether it's wrestling, whether it's movies, um, TV shows, comics, video games like tonight. So stick around once again. The Nero is going to come on here in about uh, a minute and get you on the Raw. And then stay tuned for JD after that because she's going to go and stream some video games late night for you all so that's going to be absolutely amazing so the hot fire just keeps coming here from the bloodline entertainment network and that that'll that'll wrap us up um he's blake i'm streets and we'll see you next week I've got something for you.